Uh, welcome, everybody, to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, which I'm sure you all are familiar with by now. Um, our host, Kareem Anderson, is on vacation this week, so we brought our YouTube star, Cody Carson, on the show to talk Great. to us about Windows 11, and let's jump right into it here. Um, this is, will be a special episode all about Windows 11 and the first Windows 11 official build, which was released by Microsoft this week. And who better to talk about it than our Cody? who's the one who usually does videos for us about Windows and all of our Windows Insider stuff. So I'll open the floor for him and let him get started here and introduce himself. Hey, you guys. Yep, it's me, Cody. Uh, many of you probably are familiar with me. I do a lot of the videos that we post at onmicrosoft.com, usually regarding things along the Windows Insider program, you know, builds of Windows 10 and now, of course, uh, Windows 11. <laughs> um, as Arif uh, mentioned just now, uh, Microsoft earlier this week uh, released the first official development build of Windows 11 to Windows Insiders on the Windows Insider program. Uh, who are enrolled uh, in the dev channel, that of course being build 22,000.51. And uh, the build uh, this time around includes mostly the same features that a lot of people figured out in that leaked build of Windows 11 that came out uh, sometime earlier last month with a few interesting new things on top. So um, first question I have for you is the most obvious. You said you played with Windows 11. so. Which devices did you install Windows 11 on? I know Kareem put it on everything he owns. I did it on one of my devices. Um, Trip did it on his Surface Laptop 3, and a couple of our other writers did it in a VM. But are you yeah. testing it on actual hardware, or is it just a VM for now? You know, um, uh, that's something that I have heard a little bit about, too. You know, some people are uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. a little bit more careful than others, and others are just trying to install this on as many devices as they can possibly get their hands on. Um, for me, initially, I wanted to sort of stick to keeping the builds on my sort of test laptop. I use my old Surface Book for that. But I eventually decided, you know what, this these builds seem stable enough for me to want to install it onto my uh, desktop machine that I normally use for other tasks. Um, so yeah, I do have the uh, official Windows uh, 11 Insider program running on two of my devices as of right now, my uh, Surface Book and my desktop PC. And you talked about the leaked build and the official build, and I know you tried both. So how yeah. do you feel coming after the leaked build and using Windows 10X in the emulator, I know you did a video about that for us. Yes. So, so, so using an official Windows 11 build from Microsoft, like, did it surprise you in any way? Or, you, or were you just like, meh, it's not that different? <laughs> um, I want to say what really surprised me more than anything, maybe not the most shocking thing in the world, but um, was just how how far along it seems to be in the process of development, you know, uh, how really relatively polished and stable the features that are in here are um, being, you know, the first officially released build of Windows 11 on the Insider program, which is in, I think, quite a bit, quite a bit of contrast to the state that Windows 10 was in when it was right. very first released to the Windows Insider program. So you talked about Windows 10, right? So out of everything that Microsoft has released so far, we're counting Windows 10, um, Windows 10X, which was which was canceled, and even yes. Windows 8. 
was is would you consider Windows 11 your favorite Microsoft Windows build so far? Or is there something else else out there that you've played with that you think is more impressive than this one right here? Do you mean like um, just in general, like do you think this is my favorite version of Windows I've ever yeah. used? Yeah, pretty um, much. I wouldn't go as far as to say that, <laughs> um, at least as far as my personal, you know, expectations and you know feelings of surprise where I, I may just be me having nostalgia for some of the older you know windows eight days of things but I, I files and start screen and all the good stuff all, all the colorful things <laughs> yeah so it's it's very nice but i i wouldn't put it at the very top spot on my list what's your favorite feature in windows 11 there's a ton uh, that you ran through in the league to build and there's a lot of new official stuff like the action center and the widgets panel and so what what do you like about it so far compared to everything else um honestly i'd say that i'm a pretty easy person to amuse when it comes <laughs> to these sorts of features so it's it's usually the visual things that i find um the most complimenting when discovering you know new versions of windows and you know like many people who have used windows 11 so far have discovered a lot of the animations um you know especially when it comes to uh, multitasking you know maximizing minimizing windows they're just a whole lot smoother than they've ever been and i just find that that you know even though the pc really isn't running any faster than it was before it just makes things feel all the more connected so do you dig that new multitasking thing where you hover the mouse over the maximize button and then you get all those um, different ways to stack your windows is that is that your favorite thing because that's what really impressed me about windows 11 is how they thought about adding more ways for you to get your work done in windows and turning Windows 11 into that powerhouse multitasking operating system because I just played with the new Mac OS because yeah. I'm like that. And they don't have any multitasking things. It's Windows has always been about productivity and getting more done. Yeah, certainly. I've definitely um, also taken advantage of that new feature um, several times while I've been working on some of my projects here. And I do find it uh, very useful in addition to, like you said, the existing multitasking features that have existed in Windows, like, you know, Arrow Snap and the and um, various other multitasking features like that. So, yeah, I have been using the uh, new, what is it that they call it? Is it Snap Assist? Um, I, think it's, I think it's called uh, Groups or Windows Groups. Windows I will groups. correct. I will. I will correct it if it's wrong and add a note. <laughs> that does. <laughs> that does so sound like, like one of the things in. they mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Another question. People were really upset about live tiles being removed in Windows 11, and they're like, "Oh, live tiles are finally gone, and it's a new era for Microsoft." Do you actually miss the live tiles? But is it something that you're sad about? I know Kareem was really upset with it. But are you upset that life tiles are gone? You know, like I mentioned before, the the old Windows 8 days and the live tiles were things that I really have a lot of nostalgia for. And I always, you know, really loved the live tiles and um, the features that they offered. But, you know, with how live tiles functioned, at least from my experience through using Windows 10 over the last five years, I think, honestly, that Microsoft is making the right decision to move right. on from live tiles now with Windows 11. They've uh, tried to make them work, and it just didn't end up um, 
working out it like they needed. And what about this, um, the rounded corners? Are you, ex- I know Zach, who used to do videos for us, <laughs> he's, all, he's all happy about rounded corners and rounded everything. Are you one of those kind of people that love to see rounded corners in windows? Or yeah. are you fluent design? I know you like fluent design. Yeah, the fluent design stuff was all really nice, but I know there's a lot of people out there on the internet that are very, very, very uh, eager to point out every single tiny rounded corner <laughs> that they find anytime uh, a Windows update comes out. Like every single button, every UI element, every you know menu, rounded corners here and there. And you know, I I do admit, yeah, it's uh, it's a really nice look for Windows 10. I've always been, um, I've always preferred the squared off look. Um, the you know Windows 10 and Windows 8 had gone for, but I think that Microsoft is definitely doing a much better job here um, with Windows 11 and, like you say, fluent design with just keeping things consistent and um, thoroughly thought through. So I think I think they're doing a, a good job with uh, the rounded sort of uh, look, even if it isn't my personal favorite. <laughs> But is there consistency in Windows 11 so far? I mean, I know it's just the first build and things are going to change between now and November or holiday 2021, which is when they say it'll drop. But do you see like little inconsistency so far in Windows 11? What would your feedback be for Microsoft if you were were the person in charge who is sitting in front of the computer and collecting (laughs) all of the feedback from the feedback hub? Uh, I think I would be pretty overwhelmed if I was the person <laughs> sitting behind all the feedback in the uh, feedback hub. Um, but from my experience using it so far, it's been more or less as consistent as Windows 10, but there's definitely um, improvement. Like they're making changes that they weren't willing or weren't able to um, get to during the development process of Windows 10 like the uh, amount of work that's been done in the file explorer, for instance, right. with the new command bar and the new context menus. Those are things that you know, people have been demanding for in the feedback hub for years and not really much has changed. So it's it's definitely improving, um, but there's uh, I imagine there's a lot of work that has to be done in the background in order to make everything everything come together to be coherent and consistent like people have been asking for. You said people like six times right there, and I'm not picking on you or anything. It's just a segue <laughs> for my next question, which is uh, biggest advice for people who are beta testing Windows 11 right now? Um, I don't really know, actually. I Advice for people who are currently beta testing Windows 11? Yeah, I, or people I who s- want to test it. I want to say... For people who want to test the device, be sure that you're installing this on a device that you aren't a hundred percent reliant on. Like you know, it is still a development build of Windows 11, and there is the potential that you could run into you know system instability, and you wouldn't want to risk data loss uh, from installing a build like this and end up having to reset your PC if something goes wrong. So use caution when going through and using insider builds. If you're an enthusiast, um, probably that's up your alley. So just think things through. And that runs me into my next question, which is the whole controversy thing about Windows 11 not running on certain hardware. How do you feel about that? I know personally, I have a MacBook from 2011, 
she's not able to run the the most recent versions of Mac OS. So how do you feel about Microsoft and the whole TPM 2.0 thing and the whole CPU generation thing? Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? That has probably That's a, been... a very complicated um, question. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it has been one of the uh, big controversies surrounding Windows 11 since Microsoft um, first announced it back on their event with the new hardware requirements, the uh, trusted platform module stuff. And, you know, that's something that I really have sort of mixed feelings about. I don't have a super strong opinion like many on the internet do right now that this is the worst thing in the world or that this is absolutely the right thing. But, you know, I think it makes sense from how I understand it so far, you know, why Microsoft wants to do do this with Windows 11, you know, supporting new generation hardware, security features. And I, I think that it would be beneficial for them to reconsider some of the fine details um, about the Windows 11 system requirements. But then again, I'm not an engineer at Microsoft, so I, <laughs> I don't know the implications that all these things have. But it definitely is unfortunate that a lot of hardware that's on the market today um, that you could walk into a store and purchase right now that theoretically might not be compatible with Windows 11 when it releases next year. So that's, that's my take on that. So are you going to buy a new PC with Windows 11 on it just to see how different it is compared to Windows 10? Because Microsoft mentioned that new PCs will ship with Windows 11 at the end of this year. Do you think it's something that you'll consider doing, or would you rather just upgrade an existing PC to Windows 11? I wouldn't buy a new PC specifically to have access to Windows 11, uh, personally. If there were... some interesting new piece of Surface hardware that came out Surface corresponding Book 4. with that release. Surface Book 4. Then maybe. maybe if the Surface <laughs> Book 4 came out to run alongside the release of Windows 11 and it had some compelling options, that might be a thing that I would have to look into. Speaking of Surface, I know that Windows 11 has some touch improvements. So Kareem wrote a whole piece about it, about how he installed it on his all of his Surface devices and have been liking the way that touch works. So... Have you tried out Windows 11 on any touch devices, or what are your thoughts on the new tablet mode stuff? Um, I haven't used uh, Windows 11 as extensively on touch devices as I have on my uh, desktop PC, uh, largely because um, I had initially installed the emulator uh, right. image, oh, the that old leaked image of Windows 11 on an emulator, and the touch uh uh, responsiveness isn't always the best on that. So I haven't had as much opportunity, but I am actually, uh, I happen to be using the Windows 11 build here on my uh, Surface Book that I'm using to um, stream this podcast on right now. And I definitely have noticed that it is a lot easier to interact with um, than desktop mode on Windows 10 ever was. Um, and I know that uh, a lot of people are sort of disappointed about the uh, removal of the tablet mode in Windows 10. I think uh, Kareem had mentioned that on one of the previous podcasts, but like my opinion on some of the other features we've talked about so far, I think Microsoft is making the right move with that. So do you feel like Windows 11 is more snappy? I know it's only just the first build and things can change, but panels on stage, you had mentioned that Windows updates are like 40% faster and Windows is the most secure ever. Do you actually feel any of that right now in the main Windows 11 build? 
Now, those ones there are some pretty uh, bold claims to be making. Um, right. The you know the being this many times faster, and I haven't had the opportunity to do tests that would conclusively say that you know this is fourteen percent faster at this task, or that is you know that much better at this. Um, but as far as visuals are concerned, it just does feel like it's a lot more reactive, responsive to input than Windows 10 was, at least as far as tablet input is concerned. And what about those widgets? How do you feel about widgets coming back in Windows 11? I saw it and I'm like, oh, it's Windows Vista reborn because of all the arrow effects behind <laughs> the widgets. Do you, do you actually feel like it's something that you'll use? Personally, on Windows 10, I had live files for sports, for weather and for MSN news. And right now with the widgets, you have all of that in front of you. So with the lifestyle files being discontinued, I don't really miss anything because of the widgets. I don't know about you, but good to have a second opinion. And how do you feel about those widgets? Yeah, um, uh, like you had mentioned, uh, the, some of the um, new widgets that Microsoft has added here in Windows 11 are very useful. Like um, you had been using the live tiles to give you up-to-date information on the sports or uh, weather and you know uh, those sorts of things. And I think that as of right now, the support for the widgets in Windows 10 is a little bit limited. Most of the widgets pane, at least on my display, my computer here is occupied by the old news and interests that was previously right. down in the taskbar in Windows 10. But I definitely do see um, opportunity for expansion on that. Um, and I think it's uh, an interesting little feature. What about that new quick settings menu? It picked me up because of the, the way that they switched the commands to get into it. They broke up the action center into notifications and then into the quick settings. So how do you feel about the new rounded corners and the quick settings <laughs> menu and whatnot? Yeah, I know. They ended up taking the old action center, which used to be this like single unified area yep. for all of your, um, you know, notifications and uh, quick actions, like, you know, similar to how you might find on a, most smartphones these days yep. and broke them up. And I have always personally felt that the bottom right corner system tray area in Windows 10 was a very messy, unorganized space that just sort of automatically inherited any random feature that Microsoft would decide to come <laughs> up with. And it's like, you know, you'd have the My People bar pin there to start conversations. Then you had News and Interests. It's where you'd go to launch the touch keyboard, where you'd go to open OneDrive syncing, calendars, notifications, uh, quick toggles, you know, shortcuts. And it's like all these different things all mixed together cramped together in the bottom right corner of the screen. And I think um, with Windows 11, Microsoft is finally trying to get in and really try to figure out a good solution to that issue. How do you make that more intuitive? How do you make that more organized? And I think their choice to split the quick actions out of the notification center is a step in that direction towards achieving that goal. Uh, specifically with the uh, quick actions, when you open that panel, panel, you'll find that the the little toggles, which you know previously in Action Center were sort of a mishmash of you know switches that turn on and off, and other right. ones would open shortcuts. Here in uh, Windows 11, 
all of those buttons are just toggles. You know, they all look the same. They all do the same thing. They turn the feature that uh, corresponds to them on or off. So I think it just makes everything a little bit more coherent. And as uh, power users who are used to the way that Windows was before, I think definitely might find a lot of these changes frustrating. But in the name of making the bottom right corner of Windows, the system tray area, more coherent, <laughs> I think that yeah. mixing it up and figuring out what things to keep, what things to discard is going to be a, a task that is going to be for the better in the long run. I think we forgot to talk about the biggest thing of them all, which is the new Microsoft Store. I know I put together a piece which explained all of the new stuff in the store in terms of visual and stuff like that. But how do you feel about the new Microsoft Store? I have always had high hopes for the Microsoft <laughs> Store. Every time, you know, that Microsoft... Soon, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're, we're yet to see exactly how well Microsoft's plans with the new store will work out. But as far as, you know, the current store, it's, it's more or less the same um, as far as features are concerned as the previous store was just with a new user interface. But uh, that user interface is a lot easier to navigate now. It's right. a lot friendlier, a lot more responsive, um, it probably will help with app discovery. And uh, many of the things that we're expecting to see in the future with the store that uh, aren't currently available, things like um, Android app emulation via Microsoft's partnership with Amazon, and even Microsoft allowing developers to bring more different types of apps to the store, you know, Win32 applications, um, uh, Java applications, and whatever else that they added. I think that it'll definitely help make the store um, more appealing to developers. And in, in the end, you know, that's always been the thing that Microsoft has always struggled to do with their store. You know, how do we incentivize developers to come to our platform? And I think this is definitely something that will make it more appealing than it ever has been. And hopefully they achieve their goal with this. So are you a Win32 app guy or are you a PWA app guy or are you a UWP app guy? Which one out of the three would you pick? I always want to love UWP apps just because they're the most modern, flashy <laughs> yeah. type of application, you know, that Microsoft has been focusing all their attention on. But it, it might be just that because that's the new thing that all the attention goes to. Um, but I, as far as applications that I actually use to get most of my uh, important work done, you know, classic Win32 applications are always the ones that are have been the most reliable and uh, most powerful from my experience. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of my favorite Win32 apps appearing in the Microsoft Store in one central location that I can feel safe downloading. And I think um, more broadly, you know, the average person looking to download applications on their PC would probably uh, feel more comfortable downloading it somewhere safe from the like from the Microsoft Store rather than from some random website online. You mentioned being safe, and one thing that um, people are talking about is the ability to sideload Android APKs in Windows 11 whenever they activate the uh, install Android apps ability. Is that something that you think you would tinker with, or is it something that is too unsafe? Um, 
That one's a tough one, like you said, because unlocking um, the ability to sideload APKs, um, Android APKs, sort of is a bit of a gray area. Like, where did you acquire that software? <laughs> I think it, it, in an emulator scenario, it would be something that I would definitely be keen to tinker with, but I would be a little more cautious um, around doing that on my main PC. And uh, that said, we did ask our viewers on YouTube if they had any questions for you, and oh, yeah. we had we had three questions, and I'd like to turn my attention to our viewers now. And the first question is, Ari G. Roy, he asked you, a uh, is, is there any chance of legacy interfaces being dark mode in Windows 11? I think you touched on it earlier, but uh, let's see. What do you have to say to Ari G.? Well, I want to say that the biggest hurdle in making, you know, forcing dark mode on legacy interfaces is potentially breaking or causing compatibility issues with old software. If Microsoft really wanted to, they could, you know, develop a feature in Windows that made it so that, you know, like the window backgrounds and window borders on legacy applications appeared um, a certain way, but it would end up likely causing conflicts with a lot of these applications. So I I, I want to say that this is something that they um, are going to be investigating me in, but again, that's just um, pure speculation from me at, at this point. I'm off of his question. Are you a light mode person or are you a dark mode person? Oh, I've been dark mode all the way ever since uh, <laughs> the old Windows Phone 7 days. Uh, as, as, as long as an application supports it, I'll go dark. And now moving on to our second question. This is from Sean Loves Horses and More dot one sixty one. Oh, this is a tough one. I want to know if Windows Maps is coming to iOS, Android, and Windows Phone back with three question marks. <laughs> um Unfortunately, as of right now, we can't provide any information about whether or not Windows Maps will be coming to Android uh, and iOS. Um, although, considering it is a Windows tool, I, I would like to say that that's pretty highly unlikely. And then the third and final question is from Max. Max views. I'm totally butchering the name, but I tried. He says, Cody, I was just wondering, how stable have you found the new Windows 11 build? Do you think it is safe to install as a daily driver, or do you think it will make my PC explode? <laughs> I have not personally had any of my PCs explode with this build of Windows 11 so far, so there you have that. Um, <laughs> again, I, as always, I say I, I wouldn't recommend installing these builds on your main PC, just as you know, a, a, a general precaution for giving people advice, but from my experience, these builds have been pretty freaking stable um, from the PCs I've used them on so far. So the risk is perhaps a little lower than it has been in the past. Is it more stable than when they first started testing Windows 10 builds? Because I remember back then that the first build was full of a heck of a lot of bugs. Oh, it was really rough, the first Windows 10 builds. In fact, uh, the screenshot that I had shared in my uh, the video for the late Windows 11 build um, with the old Windows 10 start menu when it first developed was actually a screenshot that I had taken when I had first started testing those out back in, I think it was late 2014. And yeah, it was a very rough experience. So it's definitely better than it was at that point. Another question that I have, kind of bouncing off of what you said there about the first Windows 10 build, 
when I was released, the star menu was so rough and a lot of things were missing compared to how it is today. Do you think Microsoft could change the start menu in Windows 11 at all? I know people, we talked about live tiles, but that doesn't look like it's coming back. But are there any improvements that you see could be coming soon? Um, officially, I don't have any information on that, but I want to say... What do you hope say, for, then? Yeah, what do you I hope for, I want to then? say that... Um, it's pretty much the st the start menu at least is going to be pretty much feature complete at this point um, because most of the design work for the uh, start menu in Windows 11, as we mentioned I think briefly before, sort of came over from the old Windows 10x project and Microsoft right. sort of worked out all of their um, all of the uh, feature sets for the start menu at that point. So I think the start menu at this point is more or less how it's going to be when Windows 11 finally launches. We're filming this with Skype because Teams was misbehaving with us. But how do you feel about that new chat app in, in that's coming in Windows 11? Are you anti-Teams or are you on Teams Skype? Um, I have always been pro-Teams, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm a little unsure about the uh, Teams shortcut in the taskbar. Just because of my skepticism with the previous taskbar chat features like um, the old People People Hub, which inevitably ended up getting axed only, I don't even think it was, a, what, maybe a year after it was first released. Right. So I'm skeptical, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to see what they have planned for this feature. And I think that got through all of our reader questions and all of my questions. But if you have anything you want to add that we didn't get to so far, the floor is open for you. I I think we more or less covered most of the things that I had. Um, I had a small notepad that I had written some um, some things on. And I think we mostly touched based on most of the stuff that we uh, we have to cover as of right now. All right. Oh, well, thank you, Cody, so much. I know you're always a busy person, and we always look forward to seeing your videos, and we appreciate you taking the time uh, to chat with us here on the podcast, and hopefully you can come back again soon. And for our viewers who are watching us, we'll be back next week with our usual roundup of news and fast recap and week ahead. But we just wanted to have a chance to talk with Cody this week for this very special episode. And uh, thanks, everyone, for watching and hope to see you again soon. Same place, same time.